What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Sarlacc Digest, a podcast bringing long line talk and digesting Star Wars topics over a thousand years. This is episode 235, being recorded Whoa. on November 15th, Life Day week. Life Day's in two days, everybody. Look at that shirt Scott Solo's got on. It's awful, but I love it. Happy Life Day, everybody. <laughs> that is the greatest tag on. Life day. It's awful, but I love it. Well, especially the holiday edition, you know, because you in that little this week in history, it did air this day. Uh, what? Um, I don't know. Nineteen seventy nine. That long ago. Yeah. That long ago. Yes. Well, anyway, I'm your host, Dark Butcher. Got Scott Sol- Solo here with me. What's up, nerds? My bootleg Joe. Hey, yo, nerds. And Happy first- belated birthday, buddy. We have Joey's older. Joey's older. Yay. <laughs> yeah well of course you know uh ernie the fallen fett is sick so everybody uh wish him well beings over there so he gets better to get back on track and chris is out and about painting the town red so but uh As we do have do. a guest that we'll bring here pretty soon to kind of fill the ranks in here and get going on an awesome topic because this week is shadow council topic week uh which we'll get to in one moment but before we do all that stuff We've got our Shadow Council to shout out, plus the pit that's being digested as we speak. And Scott, if you can muster up a voice just for like two minutes, and then you can relax for a little bit. So take it away. I will do my darndest here. Uh, I too am sick, so bear with me, everybody. Welcome, one and all, and a special shout out to our Shadow Council. Without you, I wouldn't have the uh, cough drops that I need in order to get through this without hacking up a lung. So, inspired, but they work. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Special shout out to AJ from the Forbidden Panel, Brandon and Anya Epler, Cliff, Crystal. Dennis McGrath, Don the Dad Dorn, Eric Grubb, Flavy Davy, formerly of the Nerds with Attitude podcast. I'm going to skip this next guy right here. Justin the Vanilla Thunder, Mervine Bolanos, Matt Logic, Papa Schmitty, Ryan and the Star Joes podcast, and the always amazing Gavin Connor from the All Cure Holy Hour podcast. The dude, you know, he, he gives the best shout out. So I just figured this time I'd, yeah. I'd give final shot so it wasn't like anything special that you skipped them it was just no like, no no not at all. last no okay I, all right i don't i don't know why i would skip <laughs> no but uh if you are interested in joining the shadow council please feel free to scan that qr code right there join up our we try to keep it as cheap as possible for you to give you the best bang for your buck uh we've got bonus content we've got discounts available we've got special secret shows we've got Past, past shows, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, Beautiful. that being said, let me shout out who is being digested right now. We've got Don the Dad Dorn. We have got Antonio Longo joining us for the very first time live, which is Thank great. You. He is the co-host of the All Cure Holy Hour podcast. Nice. Uh, he is also a big fan of ours, so it's really, really nice to see him Beautiful. in there. Thank you. Welcome. We've got Gavin Connor. That guy, Jesus, he just keeps popping Lingering, up everywhere. Man. I know. Lingers. He's everywhere. He's a linger. 
He is. It's <laughs> like you expect him to just pop up out of nowhere anytime, you know? Uh, we've got Bootleg Joe in there. He's not only below us, but he's in there as well. We've got Santo1414. You, you skipped we've, Crystal E. The high E. I did skip Crystal E. Sorry <laughs> about that, Crystal. It's it's the it's the cold brain. It's it's got me frazzled. Uh, we've got Master Jinobi in there. Welcome. We yeah, so you know, whoever else might be in there, give us a shout out. Let us know how you're doing. Say hi. We'll say hi back. Right. That's right. We're cool like that. That we are cool like that. Um, well, we do have a guest waiting in the wings, and I don't want him to sit there and, and feel left out this whole time because he's he is actually one of like the behind the scenes contrib contributor. He's always in the pit, he's always keeping a positive. I know that um you've been on his podcast for a while, so we do have our shadow council topic for today. Um, so let's go ahead and shadow council topic of the month. It is pitched our idea for a star Wars movie or series from Gavin Connor. Oh my God. He's here. <laughs> Welcome Gavin. <Surprise>. Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone thought it was going to be like a big celebrity guest or something, you know, if yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what did you get today? It's Gavin. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. Well, welcome to the show again, man. Um, everybody in the pit say hello to Gavin. Um, he's going to join us today as, like I said, filling in the ranks as we kind of break down the latest and greatest in Star Wars. And of course, we do have our Shadow Council uh, topic of the month, which is pitch a movie idea or a show. Uh, it could be a backstory, a single show, a trilogy, whatever it is. Um, we'll kind of go round robin here and do that. Um, and uh, it was Gavin's suggestion on there and we got the most votes. We were like, hey, you know what? Let's Let's just get him in here and do it. So. Trying um, to think of a way to crawl out of the pit like Boba Fett, you know? So yeah, here I am. All, a minute. <laughs> you know, all you need, yeah, instead of a stormtrooper laying closely by, all you need is a microphone and a webcam. There you I go. Mean, it's that <laughs> easy to get into. <laughs> yes. Um, so so as far as like Star Wars news before we get into our like topics today, um, the only thing that I can I can find out there was short round himself. Uh, Kihu Kwan is went up to Kathy Kennedy during the Oscars and gave her a hug and says, I want to be in Star Wars. Put me in a Star Wars movie. He said, I, I had no, I was shameless. I was like, I just went up to her and said, I'm in the MCU. I want to be in Star Wars. I bring that up because maybe in our talks today, Ooh. one of us may be casting him in our idea. I don't know. So find a place that you might want to put uh, short round himself in to um um our topics and because of the writer strike ending and the and the actor strike ending this is our time to shine and pitch disney and lucasfilm the ideas <laughs> moving forward right so this is like ideas <laughs> yeah so when they're when they have us on their little uh round table uh writing room you know uh they have the starlight digest up there and they're like okay uh, these guys are ideas this, they're, they're idea machines and so <laughs> There's gonna be some intern just like flipping through this going ah, yeah. about him. <laughs> at 12 45. Yeah. Uh, uh Joey says this, and it's like boom, and it's like, yeah. So then yeah. we can there it is. Yeah, our only stipulation is just put us in there as a background yeah. character. I don't care, you know, That'll be make fine. us all Twi'lix. Uh, I don't think we can play anything else, <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, guys. So let's see. Um 
I'll kick it off here and try to kind of like uh, stir the pot and get it, get the juices going and everything. And, uh, and then you guys jump in and you can, you can kind of agree or kind of like theory craft within how I'm going to do this, because as everybody knows, and has been listening to this shows, I'm a old Republic guru. I, I love the old Republic as besides the original trilogy, the old Republic is one of my favorite legends at this point, you know, hopefully, hopefully be canon one day soon. And I'm all about the Revan, like Darth Revan and the Revan trilogy, right? Um, but I kind of like, I know not everybody knows the whole story. So I'm going to kind of outline a trilogy that I want, that I'm pitching to Disney. It's going to go back and it's going to be episodes one, two, and three. And it's the it's the Old Republic trilogy, but it's Darth Revan's story. And it's the centered around him and his and his rise and fall and inevitable redemption. And, and then, of, of course, the whole galactic war uh, taking place. Um, so I'm just going to kind of go over my three part trilogy movie, the theatrical revitalizing star Wars. This is going to get it. This is what the kids are going to start buying Darth Revan figures, just like they did Darth Vader back in the day. This is the plan to move forward to, to revitalize a new generation of, of star Wars fans. Okay. I'm really kind of hyping it up. It's going to fall flat in here. No, two seconds. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I do have some casting also that I want and some directors that I have picked out of my little hat, you know, and um, not everybody can pick Peter Jackson around here. Okay, guys. He's, yeah, yeah. he's like, <laughs> I was like trying to look at ones. I was like, yeah, that's probably a little out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I don't think he's doing anything, but, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So my, uh, it's the old Republic trilogy. Um, episode one, and, and they're going to have a prologue. It's almost set in a time like Lord of the Rings. How Lord of the Rings has this five-minute prologue, you know, to getting us up to speed to where we're at, and then we're thrust into this story going forward. And so, again, I, I know not a lot of people don't know a lot about Darth Revan or Revan and, and what went on, so I'll kind of like outline it here. Um, the prologue is you're going to find that the Jedi, uh, the Jedis went to war with Mandalore, the planet Mandalore and, and Mandalore the Conqueror. Dar uh, Revan and his apprentice Malik were the Jedi saviors. They were Jedi knights, and they went in there and just and 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 you know beat and conquered them and and uh, just totally decimated the Mandalore, you know, the Mandalorians and everything like that. So that was like they were like the heroes of the Republic back then. Um, when and the same thing in the prologue. So they go into searching for the Emperor. Now at this point. Um, they get kind of manipulated and twisted and in and, and everything, and nobody knows where Malik and Revan went. They disappeared for a long period of time. And then these two Sith Lords came back and went to war with the Jedi, and they end up being Revan and Malik. So I want the movie to start off with episode one, the agents of evil. So it's gonna take place as Malik and Revan just just you know doing their thing, you know, just kind of raging across and, and waging war against um the the republic at the at this time and the jedis at this time and you know we we uh nobody knows who they are and then they get the reveal like oh my god these are the heroes of the republic that were down their sith lords okay so we go through that journey and of course uh revan's journey goes from dark from light to dark and then it splits into like this dark energy and light energy and he has two essences and so the sec, and then at the same time, my episode two would be called Empire at War. And it's the Sith Empire coming back full force because now they got Revan and Malik behind them. And now the Emperor's come, you know, there. Now we're going to instate our Sith Empire to rule against, you know, the, the Republic. Now, this is not the rule of two. We have thousands of Sith, we have thousands of Jedi. 
we have a Sith council, we have Jedi council, and this is the formation of all that. Right. Um, and then we, um, and this movie, we also see the fall of Darth Revan and Malik. Um, they were betrayed again and Malik was, was presumed dead. And so was Revan presumed dead. Episode three takes place where, um, Revan is now kind of like uh, has that niche, doesn't know who he is, and he's being going with uh, in the path of a Jedi again, but also re you know remembering that he was just a Sith Lord, but also a new Jedi, and who is responsible for all these things. My episode three is called the Old Republic, or not the Old Republic, uh, Light of the Republic, and this is where we get into that whole mythos of dark side, light side, Revan redemption, splitting himself apart. Uh, fighting the empire emperor and all that stuff so anyway that's the nutshell i mean so many details that go with it i can't get we just don't have time Man. yeah for a whole trilogy that that is definitely the cliff yeah. version of it <laughs> yeah. but that but see like revan's story to me and I, again it's such a it's such a roller coaster and it's such a emotional thing to go through just like anakin's story so it kind of mirrors it but in a different way now you're getting into like this mortis uh different ways of the force where revan can you know his when he dies both times his essence splits and you have a dark side revan and a light side revan and and those are the two that were in conflict with each other you know and inevitably That's light different. side overtakes yeah and it's a whole thing you know so revan dies at the end you know and then you can have a disney plus show spinning off called the cult of revan like thousand years in the in the you know kind of all these spin-offs so that's hey, my real, pitch yeah not that one real quick we want to give a big shout out to julie oh, wow. from alaska thank you so much julie appreciate that thank Master you Junobi. good seeing you thank good you. seeing you yes, yes very much purple hearts all around thank you yes <laughs> so for, for the Revan stuff, if you don't mind me asking a couple nope. of questions, because I'm Please. not as I, I know the images and from what you guys have talked about, is it based on books or is it a game mostly? So it was it was yes. a video game that came, yeah. It's it was a video game that came back, it was an Xbox exclusive. It was okay. called Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. And then they came up with Knights of the Republic 2 Sith Lords. They made a whole um MMO version of the game that's still live today that I I do play, and then a slew of books. Uh, when mm -hmm. they had, you know, Revan books and all these things. And and the books made that simple storyline. I mean, it's a complicated yet simple at the time, but they made it more roller, more yeah. convoluted and everything. So I'm yeah. kind of basing my my trilogy very much more on the games okay. and bringing and stuff, but in a different, in a, in a Lord of the Rings type way, where we're already yeah. thrust into, we don't need to see Revan as a Jedi fighting mandalore i want i want to already him be like this mystery figure that disappeared you know right um and then we have malik too which was his apprentice uh as a well he was he was his padawan as a jedi he was an apprentice when he came back as sith lord and then they fought that you know and it's just like revan's the one who came back it, it's like this massive thing that done right it could be awesome yeah it really could be awesome um I'm yeah good. and then the whole sith <laughs> empire like instead of like you know, again, you have a Sith Council with dark side users, and and they, they've been on um, uh, uh, what's what's their homeworld? Oh my God, uh, Malakor, uh, not Malakor, um, Korriban, Korriban, or Moraband, yeah, depending. Yeah, Moraband, whatever word. Lucas wants. So like they're there, and they've been there the whole time, but they made themselves known at this point, and it's a and it's an ongoing thing. The Old Republic spans, you know, a lot of years where you have two ruling factions, and they're at war for thousands of years. You know, and it's just you know a, a struggle until the the bane trilogy comes out it says rule of two we can't do this because they have the Sith civil war and 
and all that. But everybody um, always assumes that Darth Bane was kind of the first of the big bads, you know, the the one who created the rule of two. But there was a whole lot that went on before Darth Bane, which a lot. Yeah, a lot. lot. Bane was the one who started this like, look, we are not surviving the way we should be surviving. So we need to pull back and restructure how what the Sith rules are and what, what we're doing. Right. And then Plagueis came along and re and did even further. Like we're not going to war and we're going to go political, you know. Um, but I felt I do feel like in the old Republic, especially like Darth Revan days, there was this not a a, a, a real understanding of all of how this works still. So there, like these like we've never seen a Jedi go full Jedi and full Sith and then split into like these essences, which he's actually dead, but then his spirit, you know, has to fulfill these things. And then he dies. He's di he dies at the end. You know, it's, it's, it, it kind of is redemption, but again, it's like you, his light side splits to redeem him, but the dark side is overpowered and never gets redeemed. It's like a weird way of, it's a different way of doing the Anakin story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it is love and it is a lot of stuff that goes along. Why Revan comes back. And I mean, there's a lot more details to, I try to make it simple, um, <laughs> but I'm looking at it like Lord of the Rings type stuff, three hour movies, yeah, man. like like super stuff. epic, yeah, yeah prologues <laughs> and 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 thrust right in the middle of his story, and then we kind of get these hints going forward because I always feel like some Star Wars trilogies always give us like linear. Now, instead of the original trilogy, original trilogy was very good at like period of civil war. This is what's happening. Vader's this huge figure. I like that a lot better than like you know uh anakin's here and then you go and then you see every step up until vader you know and it's yeah it did it, it lose it's it's a mystique you know what i mean and uh um yeah i'm not sure if it was like last episode or one recently where you guys were talking about that with like the idea of like doing other stuff but it'd be totally new you know but at the same yeah. time there's enough familiar star wars stuff in it to make it but that's what would be cool about it because it would be like such a cool all new character their would source anybody material. be around yeah and would there be yoda even little baby yoda is this way before all that this is, is about three thousand years yeah, before yeah. yeah so it's before yeah. yoda it's before anything familiar you know yeah. um not so not so who yang would be around Oh, right. you, you're right. Hu Yang would be around. Really? For real? be yeah, around. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so who who's your your chosen director then would be Peter yeah. Jackson? Well, okay. Peter, okay, and and no, but yes, at the same time, like like I would love Peter Jackson because the, here's the thing, and Chris had mentioned this in our chat. He knows how to do he knows how to get trilogies done. Like he will he will do the absolute research and put everything into it. As it just how I, I structured it, and he would make sure these names and these places and these things mean something, it's not just something just for banter. He will do the research to it. Um, my other choices were Luke Basson because I love the fifth element, I love the professional, and mm. I think he's very good at storytelling. And I think Revan has a good storytelling element to it that needs it's not just battles and lightsabers, you know. Mm. Um, and then of course, um, Tony Gilroy and Gareth Edwards as a team. <laughs> go in there and just knock it out of the park like they did rogue one and uh tony girl with andor andor and stuff so those are my yeah. director's choices now as far as casting i only had i only put down two is malik and revan as the main because there's a whole bunch of um, uh, members but um what was interesting i was talking to my son about this and we were talking about revan like you know because keanu reese comes up everywhere put keanu reese yeah. in it, it could be, there's sketches and it looks great you know um i also thought like 
would be he, he my my son even said Sam Witwer put him in there. He's mm. got a great look. He's got a great heroic look and a villain look that he can play both roles. I don't know about his acting chops, like you know what I mean, right? Like like the physical I've, acting. I know the voice is down. So. I I saw he he was in Smallville for a while before he was hired on to you know to play in the Clone Wars to do voiceover acting. And, yeah, so uh, he was he was pretty good in Smallville. Yeah. I like so, him, and I always try like with Star Wars. We always try to like cast a little bit closer to the to the our heart, not like Hollywood casting, right? right. So we really try to like okay, mm-hmm. let's not go Tom Cruise. Let's go like these other actors that can like can bring it forward. You know, um, my two main. So okay, those are my like my honorable mentions. Like Sam Witwer would be very curious to see. Uh, I think that would be a great homage and somebody from the Star Wars universe put into a Revan role. And knock it out of the park. Um, Somebody who actually understands the the that everything too. about you, Star Wars. Too. You put him with Peter Jackson. And you put him with, with Tony Gilroy. They they it's it's like gold. It's gold. It's oh, yeah. printing money for Disney. Um, <laughs> so Revan, Richard, made uh, Madden, and Malik is Ishmael Cruz Gord Gordova. Now uh, Richard Madden is uh, Rob Stark from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Ishmael Cruz Cardova is um um the the elf from uh Rings of Power. He, uh and 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 some I forgot his name. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yes. the one who is defending the town with, with Yes. Right. I like okay, him yeah. a lot. And I just finished watching Rings of Power again and I'm like, dude's great. He's great. And he would be a like put him and and Rob Stark together, you know what I mean? As far as like Malik and Revan, I think those two are Big names, but also names in the world where where Disney likes to pull from, Lord of the Rings, yeah. Mar, you know, like kind of stuff. And I'm like, that would be a very cool headline and moving forward, you know. Um, and put Ralph Fiennes in there somewhere because I love that dude. Um, any oh, Brit- great, yeah. just go down the British acting and just put them all in there, right? You know, yeah. so. Um, but yeah, th- <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that's my and then as, as far as like short round, where would I put him as? Uh, <laughs> He he'd be he'd be in uh, as the head of the Jedi Council at that moment. That's yeah. where I would put him. Yeah. Okay. That's where I put. So anyway, that's my pitch. Um, more t- there's a lot more on revenue. It's like there's like the like the treatments. The here's the treatment to Disney. It's like this is what you do, it, and this is kind of how you do it. You know, we can massage it. We we could talk Disney. We could talk. Yeah. Like I'm not dead set against this. You could put my name on it as the founder, but you know. We'll, we'll- <laughs> <laughs> The executive, oh, executive producer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a background producer, backseat driver producer. Yeah. Um, and there's also there's source material that they can pull yeah. from. They don't have to change and adapt. It. Yeah, they yeah. can adapt. They don't have to go word for word, line for line. But they, I would like for them to really keep it closer to the content that is at because a lot of people like it. Um, and and. It's the hidden fan base that really delves into the old Republic and Revan that you could put it out to the public kind of like how it is. And people will gravitate to it. I'm telling you, it'll be a thing, you know? Um, But anyway, that's my pitch. I do have an honorable mention one. I'll do later if we have time and it's a funny one. Um, But (laughs) I think what I'll do is if you guys don't have any more questions, I'm going to kick it to our guest Gavin Connor and we'll kind of go this way around and uh, save Scott for last. How about that? All right. (laughs) 
Well, I'm officially on board. So for what it's yes. worth, I will. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'm, I'll try to make mine fast since I made sure, mine. I try to. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just, you know, I, I can't elaborate too much. But I, I did have two. I was kind of tossing back and forth. So one's a little more jokey, but it is probably my yeah. more serious one. And then yeah. the, uh, the for real one. Um, so I'll just launch into it. I, I said it on the Facebook page, I think, at some point when, is it Loath Cats or Low Cats? The Loath. Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got all excited, like everybody seeing those guys recently in the Ahsoka one. And um, I just need a like Planet Earth style David Attenborough uh, <laughs> nature show of Star Wars Ouch. creatures where he follows Dude. them around, his palm, <laughs> you know, and, and it picks, you know, tauntauns. And it's a uh, tauntaun. The tauntaun is sitting in the forest. And then and, you know, and it comes up he's like, it, oh, my God, you can't see it on camera. Like, yeah, I mean, especially because yeah. they, they did the prehistoric planet thing with the dinosaurs, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and Favreau's actually was part of that, too, right? So it was like technically doable, right? So. You know, you film certain things, you, you wiggle it around, you have uh, yeah. you know, everything from Minox to that know, would be everything. Awesome. Like educational Just, uh, really nasty words. creatures, too. They don't have to be all cute and lovable. Oh, yeah. Raptors. Like, yeah. Like the Ewoks cool. freaking munching on some like human bones and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally they come across <laughs> a human, you know? And like, <laughs> <laughs> so I would love that. That would be, that um, would be awesome. I, I would. It's that's so tongue in cheek, and it's like we'd be right there, dude. We'd be like, "Did you guys know that that uh, tauntauns aren't reptiles?" Like Pablo Hidalgo said, "I was right this whole yeah, time." Yeah, like just but totally something anyway. all kinds of facts. Because like, yeah, when I was watching the prehistoric planet thing, I was kind of like, "Is that?" I mean, how do they really know? I mean, is yeah. this how factual did they really dig in? But you just kind of take their word that's for really it. Really cool, so, man. <laughs> so that is really cool to like have something you just. In the world of Star Wars on TV like that. Yeah. And you could also make it almost like pop-up video where little factoids pop up. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as yeah. he's speaking, just so you could cram as much useless information as possible at everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. probably totally screw up the canon thing, like you're saying, just like all these little extra little oh, they got we made extra bones right? there, and that <laughs> explains why they lived when it attacked the whatever. Who would you have narrating? Yeah. Married, I mean, I would love to go with Richard Attenborough or um, Morgan know. Freeman. Like, that's oh, everybody's yeah. choice, right? Oh, no. uh, but um, Liam Neeson might be. A I would say Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great because you know you he would probably do be like, the first I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he's getting pretty old at this point. He might actually think that they're real creatures and stuff. So <laughs> I discovered a tauntaun once yeah. when I was. <laughs> yeah, and you and McGregor even. Has a great voice. You have Chris Jericho, dude. Chris Jericho, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Just> shouting <laughs> out the. <laughs> so, That'd so yeah, great, something man. like that. Um, my backup plan was a more serious one. It probably would be a box office flop, but I'd still would just love like a full on. I love old war movies. Rogue One came super close, you know, in the sense that I, I think when we're all just kind of sitting around, we want to watch you know that hoth battle um, over yeah. and over in rogue one the the battle at the end you know so just like yeah. a full-on like unknown actors war battle it'd be cool like and you guys would know better like maybe a nondescript like hoth would be cool to zoom in on but we've kind of already done that but like right 
pick some kind of battle, do it like old school, you know, bridge too far or something kind of where you have, or like a platoon of dudes and you get all attached to them halfway through and stuff. And as uh, like a, this is a series, almost like band of brothers, but like, yeah, so, like, uh, you know, uh, serious could work for sure. But <laughs> I even love just it. A war movie, you know, and you're muted. You know, Scott. Sorry, I said like Saving Private Ryan or something like that. Even yeah. you know, or you just it's get like, to know everybody, and then they all die. It's yeah. concentrated <laughs> on a point in Star Wars history that was mentioned, like uh, the what like Celeste, right? You take a plant like Celeste, where the Bothans are. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. Like yeah. something like that would be kind of cool. Where you got to protect these Bothans, or or, yeah. or the um boss. What is that um in episode three? What, uh, or two when uh, Obi-Wan's in the briefing room and Anakin was late and he says um, we're you know the briefing went good you know um, the battle of Boss Pitti or something or the planet uh, it was like Pitti? something yeah. goes in short it's doing good I think there was a comic book that kind of went into that battle but that's yeah. something like that where you would have that and then zoom in on that planet and then follow this totally. this uh at <laughs> this yeah. timeline and these soldiers and that'd be cool because you would yeah like we we're saying it was like you'd be familiar with the with the gear you know and the uniforms and the surrounding even the environment maybe but it like yeah. but it would be all different characters they're super minute you know non yeah the star wars creatures in the back yeah and, yeah you, know. you could have like a general somewhere somebody pop in you're like oh you know and it would be somebody that you recognize and you could even like I kind of got me thinking on again with like again the circus stuff with like those flashback scenes or how they kind of did the low budget foggy battle. Yes, and, cool. yes. and just the clone troopers wearing like actual armor and stuff. Yeah, how cool yeah. That looks. I mean, you could really do like a Clone Wars just side movie yeah. thing, even though we've yeah. pretty much covered a lot of that territory. And um, we've also said like all you need is a mention, like General Agana says, yeah, do this. or yeah. a holograph of like Admiral Akbar, hologram of uh, Admiral Akbar. Given orders, right. you know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Lando even shows up, that's <laughs> yeah, like, and that's no, your cameo. Right, and we'd right, flip out, go. we'd have three episodes just on that alone, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. Was, uh, um, but yeah, that would be rad. And and just you know, like you just got to build it up like any good war movie where you actually care if the characters do, they know I don't have to all die, maybe even you know, make yeah. it like a hamburger hill type movie or something, right? Right, holding Except down for the, the friendly fire scene in hamburger hill. That was yeah, sad, you know, yeah, but oh, I mean, so it can happen in Star Wars, like. X-Wings come and bomb their own locations and it's all yeah. crying. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen yeah. way too many movies. Um, <laughs> like I said, it's <laughs> so dark. I'm not going to win over the kids or the blockbuster or whatever. Yeah. But, you know. He said Hamburger Hill, Scott. I just went to the darkest moment in that movie. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, yeah. but that that's kind of cool too because like it doesn't follow legacy characters. It does. It's almost like exactly what Rogue One did. It's this yeah. band of everybody who died but they almost did like the most important thing in star wars moving forward that yeah. luke gets all the credit for <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? so without those guys yeah that's that's cool just throwing in little parts of like the soldiers talking you can that could be their only backstory yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and like what planet they came from like the guy from brooklyn or something <laughs> exactly <laughs> this guy from brooklyn <laughs> so, uh, uh jake gooding's checking in yo what's up everyone so, uh jake? we got ryan hobbies yeah, uh ryan hobbies hello gentlemen and papa schmitty what's up guys so yeah if you're up, uh, you're joining us what we're doing is we're going and pitching our movie ideas since the strike is over and stuff like that we're pitching our our we went around circle and our shadow council topic was pitching our ideas of show original sh uh, something um a series uh, a trilogy you name it so um definitely 
rewatch this too because it's great great ideas i think this is this is fun this is what when when people get together and and holidays or movie line talk this is what we do anyway you know yep. what i mean so now we're just we're just making it official yeah this <laughs> um, is what we would do if we were in line yeah yep. exactly <laughs> but i i have never thought of a national geographic kind of wild thing that's outside the box thinking i'm sorry that yeah, is cool. i like it that that was really cool cool uh, glad you like right. it. and yeah, robert now smith it, of the cure has to do the score for both of those for the record <laughs> <laughs> just saying <laughs> i am with you, I am with you. <laughs> these two guys probably yeah. not, but i am with you yeah. i was i was thinking danny elfman it. but again i always go yeah. for like the, the everybody's go-to you know so had, had to get it in so yeah but that's about uh, all i got so. awesome awesome no that's great man that's great so uh, Joey, I know like you, uh, you're up next, and we've talked a little bit about uh, <laughs> the shirt Joey is wearing. Might give you a little hint of where he's gonna go with this. I love it. I, I didn't um, get a chance to say I love your shirt, man. Yeah. <laughs> Joey is uh, in chat, and I was like, I, I he was he mentioned it, and I was like, please go with it, and I want to hear what you come up with, man, and uh, and we'll see and see how we'll see how far this goes. We'll see how, uh, what lane is this takes yeah. us. So go for it, man. Wow. You'd be amazed about how many people would look at my shirt and, and be like, <laughs> okay, nice painting. Yeah. Um, I remember when we first started, we were sitting at at uh, Fanboy Mike's table. And for some reason, I just said, what if, I, I think we were doing the same thing. We were thinking about different movies or different stories yeah. that uh, we could think of. And for some reason, the first person that came into my head was Salacious Chrome. <laughs> Talking about how life was hanging around with gangsters. Uh-huh. And I remember I posted up a picture of Salacious Chrome. And I put, as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> and just hearing the just hearing the music from the band coming on in the background. I mean, yeah, the yeah. whole thing is just about Salacious Chrome telling us how he became a part of Jabba's crime syndicate. You know how everyone thinks that he's Jabba's little, you know, his little lap, yeah. his little lap monkey or whatever. And but really, he's Jabba's one of Jabba's <laughs> side. He's he's a made man. He's he's a consigliere. He's, he's like he's the... a, actually a made man. He's actually higher than Bib Fortuna. So yeah, <laughs> that would be so that's bad. you know I would totally I just, be dead. yeah. So he basically he's telling the story on how you know. Jabba picked him up and raised him as his own and sort of like almost every other, you know, gangster movie, you see this little kid that the that the mob boss sees <laughs> hanging around the streets and picks him up and next thing you know he's next he's man groomed. Up. He's groomed. Yeah. So uh so his rise up to the rankings of Jabba's so right, yeah. uh, menagerie. <laughs> so <laughs> So basically it's like that it's just he's telling his story of the things that he saw that goes on in the palace that nobody else sees. Um, he tells you the rise, the rise of a uh, of Jabba, because mm -hmm. he's he see he's seen before Jabba even took over the crime syndicate. So he goes over the story. I was hoping Ray Liotta could do the the narrating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just keeps getting better. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and Robert De Niro doing the narrating of Biff Fortuna. Oh God! Uh, so, <laughs> okay, okay. Is this a movie or a series? What is this? 
this is a movie. It's a one. Just it's like a, a one it's, shot. It's, it's a one shot because <laughs> the whole movie is one shot. That, yeah, that lifestyle. <laughs> it ends with. It pretty much ends with Ben Fortuna taking over and whacking Salacious. Mm. Because Salacious gotcha. does, he does survive the explosion also. The barge. He, mm. he survives a barge and he knows that Big Fortuna has something to do with Jabba's death. I got about you. Letting, letting uh, all this stuff happen. He could have stopped Leia if he wanted to. Big Fortuna. He could mm-hmm. he could be but like, he, let, he got he word to happen. Boba Fett to uh, <laughs> like, hey, Bib is vulnerable. Come and take him. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, um, <laughs> I got to ask though. In, in, this, in this rendition, is Salacious Crumb talking or is this a voiceover or an inner monologue or a because I can't this is what's gonna this is what's gonna kill me is if I hear that that voice speaking basic to me, yeah, over that. Like I don't that's gonna kill me. So a Ray Liotta, like his inner di- his inner see? monologue is Ray Liotta. So All you're gonna see is just Salacious Crumb's facial expression, just like <laughs> yeah, that, and that, then you just see so and that'd then you be just awesome. hear Ray Liotta. Saying what he's thinking. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I like my, that's what yeah, that's exactly. what works. Yeah, there you go. He's over here. Yeah, he's gonna have that Italian accent and <laughs> dropping f bombs and everything. Who poison that gabagoo? So, uh, so, so you're, so you're, you're, uh, you're one off as a R, hard R. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't want to bring the kids to this one. No, <laughs> it's not meant for kids. What's the title of this? Uh, Crumb. Who was it? A Star Wars story. Yeah, it was Crumb, a Star Wars story. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, great. I got to say, my mind. It's in the world you could have walked into. It was my (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd say, in my mind, I'm automatically. He's into uh, Bit Fortuna's uh, taking over the throne. And then, gotcha. Whatever happens with. Okay. And then his side story, we get a whole movie. Yeah, so I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically illustrating what really happens with that type of lifestyle, with the mafia gangster lifestyle. It's always who's the next could, man to take over, and crime syndicates yeah. battling. And I can throw my two cents is Salacious Crumb sees on Tatooine the potential that Jabba doesn't see, and talks him into this foothold and this fort, you know, like this. This strong point on Tatooine, he died like Jabba is his crime. He doesn't want to do it, but because Salacious is smart, he's the one who talks him in. Like, yeah, these are this is what we can do here on this planet, you know. And, and so he's like, oh, Salacious, the brains behind the thing. Salacious is the one that shows him how to push spice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He introduces him to spice. I get that, you know. And then he gets him into. So uh, <laughs> let me let me tell you this uh i like this idea I yeah like see that that doesn't work for me scott i don't want to see him talking it's an inner dialogue yeah. it's know, gotta right? be ray Liotta because that yeah that because that's all <laughs> i'm thinking like my mind automatically went as much as i love the darker side and that was where i'd want to go to like full-on goodfellas style um rizzo the rat voice from the yeah Muppets, you know because they're just like yeah i was you know and like you would even you have him make walking. a whole muppet movie out of it yeah, yeah. You have him walking through muppet. the Walking through the palace, saying, "Yo, there's there's Jimmy two times," and <laughs> going through the whole thing. And- yeah, you could do like a whole like horrible Muppet movie just based in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, that's really. what's that. <laughs> Here goes that Mama Luke Big Fortuna. 
<laughs> Who's who do you want to direct this? If you see Peter Jackson, oh, I won't be no, mad. So. Martin Scorsese, dude. <laughs> Scorsese. 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 Yeah. Uh, it'd be great if he actually. Well, but see, then you have to get Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, you get Robert De Niro. Well, then you. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. who are you going to have voice Job of the Hut? I mean, yeah. it's obviously Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Oh, man, I you bring him out of retirement. That. Bring, bring Jack Nicholson out of retirement. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's got to be someone with a big, bellowing, deep voice. Yeah. yeah. It's got to mm. be right. someone like that. Last question. Practical or CGI? All the... All Probably, like, both. Er Probably both. Oh, I I would go 100% practical, like, like the Muppets. Like practical? the 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You build... Everything's animatronic and Muppets and, and yeah, dude, like... I wouldn't have yeah. any CGI characters. Make it as That'd vintage as possible and funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like an explosion. You see the pop muppet and go ah with the strings on them. Boom <laughs> everywhere. This movie's gonna have it all. It's gonna have <laughs> explosions, whackings. I mean, what? I could just see like oh. dancer. You know, what it's was why that? dancers everywhere. Yeah, that, that movie, that the Happy Time Murders, that uh, kind of reminds me of what yeah. they did there. You know, it was a very adult <laughs> Muppet movie. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my movie. Awesome. awesome, awesome. That is funny, and uh, that's one of those things. Like, it'd be so funny, dude. Like, like uh, if like National Lampoon got got Lampoon got a hold of it and did something like, or Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, I mean, yeah. that to again, I'm saying Mel Brooks would take that and run with it, you know what I mean? And but I understand, I get exactly what you're going for, and yeah, that's been an ongoing thing from six years ago. Joey said it then, and he has not changed his course. So, <laughs> awesome. uh, good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> if like it ain't the, broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I like yeah. the one yeah. dog's looking this way, the other dog's looking that way. He's got the big white beard. <laughs> this guy's saying. What do you want from me? Yeah, what do you want from me? <laughs> Gorgeous head of hair on again. That's hilarious. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, man. So I know in our chat, Scott went off the rails. So I'm going to see how far off the rails this guy's gone because he wrote uh, an entire, like, um, a reshaping. Uh, let, me, let me get to it. Let me get to <laughs> so, it. Let me introduce you. So he's he doing this, yeah, this yeah. whole reshaping of Star Wars as we know it. Um, so the pressure's it's on, not Scott. Not quite what it is. The floor is yours. <laughs> All right. I'll be the judge of that. So my idea is a uh, dark side anthology called The Sith. Okay. And essentially what it is. Greenlit. It's, it's a series. Greenlit. I'm sorry. Greenlit. Exactly. <laughs> sorry. Right. Behind it. Uh, it is a series that would follow uh, the pretty much the rise and fall of the Sith throughout its uh, 6,000 year history. Okay. So I'm not going as far back as, as say the dawn of the Jedi, where, which I know we're getting some kind of a movie for. And I know the Sith existed as like a race back then. We're uh. talking the actual dark Lords of the Sith. So it, it, as you could probably assume, knowing what I love, it would pull heavily from the tales of the Jedi and moving forward from there. Um, it, and I've got it broken down into a nine season series. Okay. And I've got each season broken down a little bit right here, just, so, just with titles. So you know what I'm talking okay, about. Okay. Okay. Um, I do think my, uh, the showrunner would be Guillermo del Toro. I, I okay. want it to be, I want it to be my very director. dark. 
I want it to be um, through the eyes of the Sith. I want it to be very dark side. The only time the Jedi actually come into it are once the Sith are actually known to the outside galaxy that they exist, that they're out there, right? Yeah. And that's whenever we start bringing some Jedi in. But uh, season one would be basically the golden age of the Sith Empire. Whenever they're in the outer reaches, nobody knows who they are. Nobody knows where they are, but they have their own... Uh, Chris, yeah, exactly. Crystal, I pulled yeah. my own <laughs> my own story PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, here, exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, like, and <laughs> here we go. <laughs> uh, I would be lying if I didn't say I was looking at my Word doc that I wrote, typed up earlier today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, it would be very dark side. Um, and it would. Okay, so season one, the golden age of the Sith, and I'm thinking like. Ben Kingsley as the Sith Lord, uh, Ludo Kresh. And there, there's a really cool actor. Uh, he's a Middle Eastern actor, uh, Cal Naga, who could play Naga Sato, that dark side. And they kind of go to war with each other, which leads uh, for the entire season one. It would just be this battle between the Sith. And you start seeing the crack, the chinks in the armor of the Sith and why it is that they will eventually fall. Right. Right. Cause right. they're always infighting with each other. Uh, season two would be the fall of the Sith empire. And that's when the Jedi get word that this is happening. So they come in to try and clean things up. They're, they're gone. Right. Right. So at the end of it, at the end of that series, Nagasato, he flees into the regular, into the star Wars galaxy and takes refuge on Yavin four. And he builds those temples that the rebels set right. up in, in a new hope. Right. Right. Those are Sith temples. Right. So uh, that would lead to season three, which is my favorite comic of all time. Dark Lords of the Sith. Right. Uh, that is uh, Clive Owen as Exar Kun. Uh, Kit Harrington. I've got as Ulick Keldroma and master and apprentice, you know, as yeah. they go to war with the Jedi and try to build this, this empire of Sith. Uh, season, uh, that's season three, season four would be the Sith war. That would be the culmination of all of that. And you got to keep in mind, all this happens, uh, you know, 4,000 years before Luke Skywalker. Okay. Right. For, uh, 5,000 years or 6,000 years for the Sith empire, 4,000 years for dark Lords of the Sith and the Sith war. Um, shortly after that, about 3,000 years season five. And this is where I kind of, I, I, I lend credence to you and your knowledge, Mooch. It would be the legends of Darth Revan. And I, I call it the legends of Darth Revan because there right. is that, that split, you know, there, there's that split in his personality. Is yes. he light side? Is he dark side? Is it a legend? Is it legends? You know, it's, right. what is it? So yeah, I, I did not cast this part, this part of it because I thought that you would probably be the one that would be uh, better knowing. We can merge. Area. The 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 spinoff would be the Garth Revan trilogy of that of that uh, anthology because again it, and it can tie in all that stuff again it, we have like like you can hear about like the Battle of Mandalore with your in, in yours and how the right? Jedi just overpowered it and then how Darth Revan disappeared like the vanishing right. of Darth Revan and Dar and and or Revan and Malak and then all of a yeah. sudden they 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 appear you know they they come as like all of a sudden like these guys are killing all these Jedi and bringing in a Sith empire. And like, yeah. 
Exactly. So then we go to we we go from season five or or your trilogy, uh, yeah, the Darth the Legends of Darth Revan, to season six. And here's where I get a little bit more specific with the names of the movies. The first or the names of the season. Uh, season six would be Darth Bane and the Path of Destruction, right? The first Darth Bane book is the Path of Destruction, right? Right. Season seven, Darth Bane and the Rule of Two. You know, okay. so in, in, in season six, Darth Bane and the path of destruction, he annihilates the entire Sith empire. Right. And it is just left with uh, Darth Bane and Darth Xana. They're the two. They established the rule of two moving forward. Right. Yep. Uh, season eight would be Darth Bane and the dynasty of evil. Right. Where eventually he falls and Xana carries forward, carries on. Right. And we're still talking about a uh, two thousand years, I think. Yeah, two or three thousand years before Luke Skywalker. Right? Yeah, two or one or one of the yeah. Right, and and we know that the uh, okay, so we know there's a big period in time where there's no Sith movement at all. Right. You know, they've been extinct. They for, go into the shadows. Extinct right. for almost a millennium. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which, which leads us to the final season, and the final season is uh, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis. And that's how we would wrap it. And I would cast, I would give Chris his Matt Smith as Palpatine. Okay. The young Ray Fines. Ray Fines as Plagueis. Yeah. Okay. And we're talking, I'm talking uh, Guillermo del Toro as, as the showrunner. He could as direct the- a couple of episodes, kind of like Dave Filoni would. Right, right, right. right. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, um, I, I really like, there's a horror uh, director out there, Mike Flanagan, who's done that mm-hmm. annual uh, House of uh, Fall of House of Usher and mm-hmm. House on Haunted Hill and all that. Mike Flanagan, I would bring him in. So this is heavily horror, I would think heavily horror defined. <laughs> and for action, really action packed episodes, I would bring in uh, Tony Gilroy or uh, excuse me one moment. <laughs> <laughs> Too much much excitement. (laughs) Um, So anyway, that's that's my pitch is a nine season Sith Lord epic horror series. Yeah. Right. With lightsabers and action. Okay. Um, First off, that would absolutely take off and it'd be a great thing because Mm -hmm. you are going through like the again, the legacy of the Sith getting into Revan, getting into Bane, getting into the original trilogy and how it set up as as what uh Plagueis did, Palpatine did, you know, all that stuff. So I love that. And I love the fact that, and like I said, Chris, Chris's was the Bane trilogy basically. And he casted it and he had all, all those things going to end. That's why, with I, that, didn't, that's why I didn't cast that though. I didn't right, cast right. that because I knew that I knew that Chris had a, had a good one. Yeah. But I would, no, I would put maybe Idris Elba as Bane instead yeah. of his choice. I forget who his choice was, but I, I like Idris Elba for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That. Pff- um yeah he had uh i'll look it up real fast while we're talking but um did he list it out on like the a, patreon or was this something you guys did i didn't we have like a side chat. thing oh, okay. that we kind of like we, we kind of like well, hey guess what like, i where ate is this i want to see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have like um i ate a hot dog today and then by the way uh, dark bane did this i'm like ah, yeah. you know so it's very unfiltered filtered i don't know it's like fair weird enough yeah, how yeah. Our talks intertwine. <laughs> cool. um but, uh, but that is cool. Again, that would be uh, that's a ten year plan, right there. Yes, you know? exactly, uh-huh. exactly. I would a, a season a year. You know, give us give us a year. It could be it could be eight or nine episodes. And if you think about eight or nine one hour episodes, you're getting a trilogy 
in each one of those seasons. And with the level of quality they brought to the likes of Ahsoka and the Mandalorian, you, you could really make this thing look great. And I mean, that's a 10 year Disney plus plan right there, right. Yeah. To yeah. keep star Wars fans engaged and just, I, it kind of writes itself. I mean, the freaking the, it the does. source yeah, material, the source material is right like here, man. You know? It's like Kathleen Kennedy said, there's no source, there's source ma- all our stuff is based on source material. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it doesn't um, take like the it good parts, leave out the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean exactly. it, it it doesn't have to be a word for word recreation because they've they've already moved past that with some of their lore. You know, yeah. you, you can't have you can't have force ghost villains, you know, that doesn't yeah. exist, but no, they exist and you explain yeah, and you explain on how like like I said, what that whole thing about mm-hmm. Revan when he dies. Um, they had the uh holocrons of Revan were found, and that's why the Revanites came up a thousand years later, and they had the cult the cultists of this of teachings. Um, and that's what Darth Bane found. Yeah, yeah. Chris's uh Bane was Mike Coltier, Luke Cage, the guy who played Luke Cage. Uh, he's good the, too. Yeah, yeah. So, and of course, um, uh, uh, Matt Smith. So Matt Smith in there, just just Matt Smith. Chris loves Matt. Matt Smith. Smith. <laughs> yes, um, he does. Bondage so, Britney. Yeah, I've been reading your stuff. Try okay. By spaced out, typing too much instead of going out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the too long to read. You got into it. That was that was <laughs> that was great. Um, just giving you a shout out there because I did I did read it. Um, uh, yeah. So let's see. Uh, Crystal E saying it is Disney and they do love a villain angle. So my that absolutely I can see it. Um, the thing is with Disney, it won't be as dark as it needs to be. No, it'll well, be it'll be like the acolyte, and that that's my whole point. Is this thing would kind of lead into the acolyte? You know, the acolyte would take place between the final two seasons, you know, it right. would kind of be that, that a bridge. Right. Right. And with the acolyte, it's supposed to be, you know, a dark suspenseful thriller kind of thing, but it's still Jedi centered. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it, here's the thing with the, the difference between like what the acolyte was in and all our stuff, all our stuff has impact story for the entire star Wars thing. I think the acolyte is going to be as, as cool as it sounds so far, like on, on paper, I don't know if how much impact it's going to have. It might be like this, cool story kind of like just set and we do this and then nothing really fleshes out to shape what the original original trilogy or the prequels did because i I think it's supposed to go into the the prequels right so yeah one of the main things is we all want as star wars fans is like this content does something where holy crap it just changed the trajectory it changed and it did this impact because those are the things about canon books back in the day right when you read it at the end, you're like, that was great, but nothing happened. Like, right. nothing happened. These characters or, died. Nobody knew who they were. So, Or it's it's like, you know, the, these comics, the Tales of the Jedi, they, they took place 4,000 years before, 5,000 years before, but it was the foundation of what we knew. You know, it was That's the right. construction of the Sith temples on yeah. Yavin 4. That's uh, it. The, yeah. books, the books that came after Return of the Jedi, um, the spirits of ex- the Sith Lords of old infected Luke's the Jedi Council was built training. on a Sith uh, temple or a Sith, yeah. co- you know, uh, uh, thing. So and um, we could get into all that. Those. You know, yeah. something that doesn't seem like it would affect anything actually affects everything greatly behind the scenes. It could be why the Jedi their 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 thoughts were clouded by the dark side is because mm-hmm. as the dark side grew, their temple sat on a dark side right site. You know, it right. of course that would affect them. 
Yeah. So there's ways in, around this to make it work. In the comics yeah. and stuff, like as far as like characters of Sith characters being the main dudes, are they just like total pricks the whole time though? I mean, or like what's your average Sith like? <laughs> no, they, like just uh, it's totally killing everybody constantly, or do they kind of teeter <laughs> back and forth? For mine, uh my favorites are Exar Kun and Yellow Caldroma. And the whole uh, idea of Exar Kun was he just wanted to have more power. He just wanted to be a more powerful Jedi. Okay. And he started taking these paths that led him to the to the uh to the temples of the Sith Lords before Nagasato, the other guy from the from the pre previous seasons. Okay. So and and then Ulic Keldroma was the greatest Jedi Knight, and he sat out to go infiltrate the Sith by becoming one of them to destroy them from the inside. And it completely backfired. Oh yeah. And exactly. He, he, he drank the Kool-Aid. He became yeah. one of them. That's the and dangerous of it. Yeah, the, um, exactly. The absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It's hard. So that's hard to have them have their own, uh, um, ideology because it all ends in corruption and power because it, it's right. always surging. It's always going yeah. more. So and, you can struggle that, with that. Yeah, yeah, I could almost it, see it being like political in a sense, yeah, you know, sure. like where they yeah. think they're doing the right thing. And it'd almost be the flip of what we are used to, where there's the sort of hint of evil coming in, but then it'd be like the sort of hint of yeah. good, you know, like, and you'd have the one that turns because he's like, you know, I just want to do the right thing. And, <laughs> and there was the <laughs> there was the Dark Empire comic series that followed Return of the Jedi, where Luke went to Luke the dark did. side and, yeah, you know, to that. try and infiltrate them to destroy them from the inside out because Palpatine, somehow Palpatine had returned. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, Luke goes nuts <laughs> luke, luke yeah. does go nuts but at the end it was all yeah. show he was able to pull himself back out and that's what made the tales of the jedi the tales of the jedi stood out and made dark empire stand out even more as luke was strong enough to fight that luke was more mm. powerful than any other jedi he could become that grand master and defeat the dark side from the inside and right. be, you know become a light side yeah, yeah grand and it's that yeah. stuff why people were so mad that Luke ran away to uh yeah. <laughs> to <Octo. laughs> that's yeah. the that's the mm -hmm. stuff that made people mad. Um it's because you know they they built him up as as uh like yeah like very yeah. very powerful um Antonio and, yeah. it needs to be an HBO or, or Max series. Yeah, yeah I mean yes probably get the content like what Joey was saying like they get that content of uh Adult, uh, adult viewing, I guess. Um, now, Scott, I know you like. Okay, so I like. You would still follow certain Jedi's and certain political environments through this whole thing, right? Too, because you would um, have to. Yeah, because like point, what Gavin was saying, to. because like it for like if you just get the guys that like, like just power, and the next is just power, and then like Sith Lords get a little bit Game of Thrones mundane. They mm. get yeah, they get a little bit more like all right, dude, relax. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got, you know, <laughs> or even do it like kind of Soprano style where you know that they're like terrible people, but Certain you're still kind of rooting for them for some reason. Right. And then you're like, you know, and yeah. you're seeing them go back and forth. And, yeah. Dark like, Nihilus would yeah. be a good example because yeah, that's what I was about to, that's what I was about oh. to tell you guys. Where does Dark Nihilus fit? Because you, you didn't mention him in your movie and Scott well, didn't mention he's him. He's after mine. Movie. Yeah. He, he'd be after, um, but Dark Dark Nihilus was the 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 Sith Lord that grew and consumed in power to the point where he couldn't control it, and 
he couldn't die. It was like the more life he was taking, the more stronger it was a hunger. It's like, like he couldn't quench goal? that hunger. It, the, the goal was ending all life to yeah. devour everything, but, but it would inevitably destroy him because he Too couldn't hungry. devour anymore. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I've been what, what time <laughs> I'm, I'm unfamiliar with Niall Nihilus's complete story and where it sits yeah. in the overall timeline. But I mean, if we, if we need a 10th season, I mean, okay. No, it, <laughs> it would be in the time of Revan, like right in that time in between Revan and, uh, um, after his storyline going forward. Okay. Um, and then if you get into like Malgus, I mean, there's a dude there, again, because it, this is why lot. Canon is so like, you, that's why you'd have to pick and cherry pick a, a, a real timeline, you know, not the brand, you know, I'm in Loki mode, you know, the, the, the temporal loom has to just straighten it out and then add all these things going on because, um, in a sense, every Sithor story is almost the same as, you know, it's like power and then they get defeated um, or their practice takes over, but they want more power. I mean, that's their well, end. Mine are kind of the, yeah. my, my seasons were kind of the broad strokes of the big names, you know, but like it's a history. Revan it's and, a history. Like how is. we got to this point, which I love. Yeah. That yeah. that's great because like the rule of two uh, before, you know, we always had, like I said, the Bane trilogy set that in, in, in as, as a part. And that's when, thousands mm -hmm. of years of war and governments and stuff it just it just isn't working you know it works to a point and then and, and they always screw got that the sith civil war you know like they they end up screwing it up you know and it's like okay how do we preserve our way of life and everything and that's how like that rule of two came up and like like in a book threat. or like in a book or anything has there ever been like like really explain what is the meaning behind the rule of two like what's the goal oh yeah of the rule of yeah two? it's if the problem with the sith is they all hunger for power yeah. and they all want to be the the they all want to be they were killing the each other they all be number one <laughs> yeah. they're destroying each other and bane was like we gotta we gotta knock this off we you know we right. we have the same goal our goal is to dominate and the only way to really do that is to have one person in charge and one person is the be as the right hand man or woman as essentially uh, one is always the one that that craves the power and the other one is the one that craves to take that one's place and it's always this this challenge it's, so, a, it's a revolving but it's an uphill power like yes. every sith is more stronger than the next and it keeps going 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 instead of like this group and they all keep consuming each other it's a it's a thing where if the apprentice is more powerful than the master at that point He's beyond that master, and then his apprentice gets beyond him, and it's like a ladder. And yeah. you see what it's two like Sith Lords can do with the trilogy, right? And that's yeah, it's like Count Dooku to Qui-Gon to Obi-Wan, right? To Anakin. Everybody gets just a little <clears throat> more powerful, etc. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. But just think of it as pure evil. Pure evil and power. That's yeah. it. Uh peace is a lot. They have a whole creed, they have a whole model, you know. Um, yeah. And um, in the in the end, what it takes, and actually, it's the very first. Did you did you read the Bane trilogy at all? Oh yeah, no, a long time no. ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. So, in in the first book of the Bane trilogy, there is a, and I I do believe it was uh, Julie in in our chat. She had mentioned that there was like, didn't the Jedi and the Sith have equal numbers? And they did, but the problem was the Sith kept fighting each other so much that they were killing each other almost as fast as the Jedi were yeah, killing the Sith of a war. And then that, like yeah. I said, they, they killed each other. And that's when Bane was like, stop. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then play, like I said, even took it further than that and saying like, 
the same concept, but in the shadows. Like he went, like we're gonna go with from within. Uh, uh, what's it? The uh, um, hiding in plain sight kind of deal. Yeah, and we're going political, and and um, uh, th- like they people are like fighting him on. It. It's like no, we got to go in guns blazing, even though there's two of us, we're powerful. It's like nope, we're gonna go slow, and we're gonna make this like you know, we're, we're gonna, gonna consolidate our power. Yeah, we're gonna infiltrate the banks. We're gonna infiltrate the government. Uh, we're gonna corrupt senators. We're gonna do all these things, and then you know, uh, we're gonna fake a war. You know, the the Clone Wars, and then uh, put chips in these guys that are gonna kill all the Jedi and get rid of them. So then there's no choice but to accept this, and then people will know. So instead of having an entire army of Sith, you just have the Sith Lords and their army, right? And, and obedience. <laughs> yeah, an yeah, obedient yeah. army. And yeah. that. That it's a brilliant plan, you know, and until <laughs> until you know Ray comes by and you know <laughs> crosses her lightsabers in front of you. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that storyline sounds a little too real. Yeah, that's what the crystal he's saying yeah. sounds like the US too. Yeah. Like Unfortunately, it is. And this is why we hide in our corner and break it down into fights. <laughs> Unreal. But no, good, good deal, man. So that's that's i love it because that's like a long-term plan but it gives you the history and then you get all these intertwinings up and if uh if you allow the the revan trilogy to break off into theatrical things but it also it's almost like x files right you have like seasons one two three movies four five you know kind of go and yeah Yeah. that'd be that'd be awesome but it's like logical come on x-wing squadron (laughs) sith what do i want to know more about what oh, it'll it would be what the number one rated. Oh, yeah, that's the whole thing. That's like yeah. When when they view when they put that thing on that slate and it said the acolyte, everybody lost. It was like oh my god. It was like dark side. We're gonna follow. You know, we all wanted up the Plagueis story. We wanted that book. I want that book to be canon. Like that whole mm-hmm. entire thing from Darth Maul to Palpatine to everything that's in it. Basically, I wanted to. I know they Darth Maul. They kind of went different directions but okay we could skip that you know but uh yeah. um but that book is so good in and bringing us up to speed on how, what the how the prequels uh came about you know yeah it, it so. is gavin if you haven't read it you you should yeah. it's buy it legends it's not canon yeah. it is yeah. but yeah. It's, it's got some good stuff in it man it, it, yeah. you get Plagueis's story and his uh how he took from his master and how he taught um Sheev, you know, Palpatine yeah, yeah. and and really? gets into their political environment and Darth Maul and how they use him as a pawn. And it was yeah, like yeah. it was it's good. It's That's really awesome. good. Yeah, and if nothing yeah. else, I love just the idea that these are stories, you know, not to get to yeah. the, you know, that have endings and you know, yes. like I mean, it's like take it or leave it or modify it however you need to, but it's the structures there yeah. and that seem to not be there on the last yeah. one, you know, and stuff, you know, or it's yeah. just like you have the ending, at least that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's or, what I'm saying. Or, yeah. Or that's the ending be the stuff we know, you know, exactly. So cool. You know, where, yeah, you know where you have to get to. And sometimes that journey is really cool. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, that's where we kind of struggle sometimes with knowing that the ending is the sequels. And I'm not, ba- I'm not going to like, you know, get we, Man. everybody has their opinions, but everybody <laughs> knows that's the end game to get to those. And then what's in between is so cool. But at the same time, we kind of like lose wind and go, ah, oh, but then we're going to do this. Like, Oh, Man. that's going to end with the first order. But we're trying to like, you know, focus, put blinders on it and enjoy 
Yeah, you know yeah. that what we're what we're getting because the journey is going to become better yeah, than the end so game. Much there. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's even a way to to manipulate those stories a little bit to bring in Exegol, you know, to bring to bring yeah, in the the Sith Eternal. You know, there there's ways that you can you can make this nine season epic I just came up with and yeah. and and weave those things yes. that we know are coming into it to where it all makes sense you know yeah, yeah. like all the in-between stuff we got for the prequels like we said before they made the prequels Wars, 10 yeah. or yeah they made they made them all 10 times better yeah, yeah. Of they could do the same exact thing with the sequels is i think that's what they're doing all this yeah, yeah but I must wonder if an animated thing is the way to go. Like if they could come up with a good animated show for the sequels era. Yeah. It's just just tough because there wasn't much room in between anything, you know? I think they they need to. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, resistance was like, whoa. Yeah. Take a step. The the problem is, the problem is, I think we talked about a little while ago is there, there needs to be some time of peace, right? Because the, they, uh, yeah, did you knock it off, dude? They, um, there needs to be a time of peace. They need to take out Thrawn and then they've got to have like a decade or two of relative peace where they can disarm and, you know, make all the wrong choices. Put their guards then, down again. Yeah. And, yeah. and the first order comes. Yeah. Yeah. Fight I agree with themselves. that. Yeah. Yeah. On, on how big this building's going to be. So we're <laughs> okay. I have, I have a honorable mention um, thing. I, a long, a long time ago, I had said something about like, would it be, would it be interesting? And I, again, I, I don't even know if I want this, but it's cool to talk about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a sitcom version, a sitcom, <laughs> but in the star setting in the Star Wars background. So take Married with Children. All right. Oh, but Jesus. put it in Star Wars, <laughs> meaning you got the kids, you got the four, the four family that we followed. So the younger, I would put the younger kid as like an aspiring Imperial. He's always suited up. He's always like have propaganda and he's always telling his family these things and it all roll their eyes and the audience laughs and stuff. And you got the rebellious sister that's like going out, uh, with rep, you know, like, um, you know, uh, uh, going out with like rebels and whatever. And then you got these. This is very family ties so far. <laughs> yes, Michael J. Yeah. Fox so, is your Imperial. But you make it funnier and more raunchier, th- like married to children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. And you also got the, like, like the dad is like the guy who's just trying to make it as the moisture farmer salesman. You know what I mean? He's trying to sell moisture farms and he's like, I, ah, son, whatever. I'm not going to do this. And of course it's like, that would be, <laughs> so ridiculous over the top. But his but one thing, his, his one achievement in life is that he won the boot to eat one time. Yeah, I was a good pod <laughs> racer at one point. And then and the nosy neighbors, it's like it could be Uncle Owen Emperor who is the nosy. <laughs> but like the dark lighter family. It's, yeah, so, it's the dark lighter. It's Biggs's family. Yeah, right. Like that would be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I it's something that's like um, how, you know how like WandaVision started. It was kind of like that. Yeah. It would be so, but in Star Wars, everything Star Wars. It, it's the you know, but set in the original trilogy. So there's like this comic thing going off, but there's also like um the sense of obedient oh danger outside, but it's tongue in cheek. It's not real. Like when stormtroopers show up, he's like, "Oh, what did you do now? Honey? Did you get caught speeding again? You know what I'm saying?" And they're you know, <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, that's the only genre. We never talk about something like that, like a like a sitcom, uh, you yeah. know, half an hour episodes at eight o'clock on us <laughs> on uh, weekdays 
on CBS, you know, like, <laughs> you know, a, a married with children type Star Wars show. That would the be son crazy. could be the he grows up to be the guy from Andor. That's the <laughs> yeah, end of the... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Whatever his deal is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always yeah. thought of that. Like that would be funny to think about and kind of like talk about. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I would because it's a joke you know it'd be like real jokey so it's like you know we don't take our star wars that jokey (laughs) but at the same time if it wasn't canon i would love it like if they just did it and it's like look this is just something fun you know it's not canon though all genres like you're saying like a horror (laughs) one or you could do like a rom-com that's on and they get blown up at the end yeah Yeah. (laughs) you're talking about almost like a what if series you know if they did if they did an animated star wars what if series would you guys buy into it yes knowing knowing that nothing affects canon what's like visions kind of right i mean that's kind of like Right. But but what you're but saying was like legacy characters, characters and yes, okay. Luke, that's Han, Leia, Poe, Ray, that's the key. Obi Wan, you know, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what um, if stories on major on major stories? What if stories? Yeah, yeah. Not, not I, I, like it's something like, that's out of nowhere. Yeah. What would what would have happened if uh if the rebels on Scarif didn't get the the plans? You know, what what would have happened from there? Mm. What would the fallout have been? Especially uh, if it gets if, really ridiculous like that and with different genres and stuff yeah. would be great. Yeah. You could you could have some fun with it without, mm. you know, affecting the timeline and get people just to watch a fun mm. show. Yeah. I, I had a I side also thought would... of a sorry of a um, no, no, animated, it would almost have to be animated, but like you know, people always joke of the uh, Han when he's frozen is Indiana Jones. That he but dreams is Indiana. Like a whole dream sequence, yeah. trippy Han. Like it'd just be like some <laughs> psychedelic shit. That would be awesome. <laughs> going on, you know, like well, something. See, Short, know. Short Round wasn't a Star Wars movie. Yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> that's what Kathleen, that's what her comeback should have been. It's like, well, yeah. you know, yeah. Han dreamt all this were. up. So yeah, yeah, something like that would be rad. Ergo, you're in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, you could do um, it with animation too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this kind of subject is so we should, we should have like a part two later on um doing this whole thing like uh, because there's so many different like um characters and stories that that we would love to see like i would love to see a general grievous story animated whatever but as as his general not in robotic form i'm talking like oh, as a general free, until free he got to that point. yeah of course yeah. because in that visions comic it was interesting it, they yeah. did it and i was like general grievous was awesome you know, yeah. not like, yeah, not, I don't care about him as a general, you know, in the Clone Wars. I want him and then how he got to that point, you know, where they, they yeah. saved him. Why would they say, like, go into, like, why was he so important to save and make him, you know, you know <laughs> chopper <laughs> work line flashbacks, uh, flashes with bloopers. That would be cool. I think chopper. you guys had said that at one point with the possible droids thing, like, of, individual with you know yeah that'd be cool if it was like kind of random stories of droids that way you know i'm good with that yeah i I would be down because i initially thought droids i was like oh is it gonna be like that old yeah is it like a cartoon or or (laughs) but uh i think yeah that's the thing about that what the slate was it just threw everything they they had this plan and thought everybody was gonna just be okay with everything and i think Disney gets Disney like a skittish cat, you know what I mean? Like like <laughs> one little thing, and yeah. they go, very, oh, okay, let's scrap it all and let's start over. And with other good... IPs, you can do that. And it's like with yeah. Star Wars, we never see that's the that was the scariest thing. When we growing up, we had six movies or three movies, six movies. We thought that was it. 
We had our head cannons. We had our books. We had our comics. We yeah. didn't. There was no backtracking. There was no like do do overs. This was it. This was our talk. This was our life. So the notion of a company, you know, doing an about face and go like, okay, all the stuff they're doing now is gr- I love it. It's great. You know, there was some bumps along the road here and that, but like we didn't have. I mean, you can argue probably argue prequels, but at the same time, they became our talk. They became yeah. everything to us. You know. Um, so at one point it's like, I just want them to do good stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, even if you take five years in between these things, do it good quality, you know, quality over quantity. I yes. know you're a business and I know you can't stay stagnant and then expect to pay the light bills. I understand that they need, they need content rolling out. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's like, for us, it's like, you're using our, our law, our name to do it. You know what I mean? Um, it worked for Marvel for 10 years or 20 years. No, 10 years and 22 movies. It, it worked. You know, then it's like, that was great. We, we could pay the bills. We were doing this, but how, how long can we sustain that? And I, I don't want them to trample over star Wars trying to do that same thing. Just, you know, I rather them just cut it off than yeah. not. Then, you know what I mean? Yeah. At a point, so, you know, do you think somewhere on a shelf somewhere in Disney, <laughs> there's a legit reason on why Palpatine came back, like a, a, a detailed story or 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 reason why and and how he came back. I don't back. think so. Yeah, no, I, that, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's the lot. struggle. Yeah. If you well, would have asked me prior to episode nine coming out, I would have said, Yeah, but knowing how like I always fought it too, and uh, I, and I used to have these art discussions and stuff with like, no, they they know what they're doing. They have this structure. They have this plan. Just wait till episode nine comes Same. out. It all come, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, and then it came to the fruition. Like, yeah, they they never had a plan. They never yeah. knew what were they were gonna do tomorrow. And that's was like, how could you do? How could you do that? <laughs> right? Like, like, you know, yeah, yeah. how could you so do that to me? <laughs> dare you? <laughs> Here's the thing, you know, uh, the the G.I. Joe comic writer, Larry Hama, right? He is he is classically he is he has written G.I. Joe since 1982. His latest issue is coming out this week. Right. I I mean, he has consistently written G.I. Joe, you know, with a couple breaks here and there. He has always said that he never knows what is going to happen from page one to page two. It Mm -hmm. happens as he writes it. And he's got to keep journals that, that and friends that help him keep things in track. Continuity, like who lives, yeah. who dies to help him out with the continuity, right? So he doesn't have a plan. He doesn't have a game plan. But the difference is he is one man controlling that universe, yeah. right? Star Wars failed there. They did not know what they were doing and they relied on too many people. They gave it to Lawrence Kasdan for The Force Awakens, which... It was fun, but it was a rehash, right? Yeah. Then they were like, okay, Ryan, you could you you go do what you want to do. And then Ryan did what he wanted to do. And they go to Colin Trevorrow. Okay, well, you saw what came, you do what you want to do. Yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah. And then the the fallout happened from the from the last Jedi. And they're like, uh, no, let's give it to this third guy who's all flash and no substance. And that that's there, there's that lack of continuity between writers and i think yeah. that's where it all just fell it's apart because they only mm. saw the prior film it's yeah. like they only took star yeah. wars as the guy who did right before them and they went let's build off of that, or or let's go off these things like that like ryan johnson like i'm killing snoke 
without talking, like maybe there could have been a bigger arc or yeah. I'm doing this. And they're like, well, there could have been this setup that you're not coming back to. And then JJ coming back and saying, Knights of Ren, who are they? I don't know, but they're cool. Yeah. No, and this we're just going to leave it and, and yeah. never go back to it. And uh, yeah. And then not knowing, like I said, the, the biggest mistake that Kathleen Kenny ever said was, um, there's no source material for Star Wars. That's why we're cutting. That's why we're starting from the scratch. And every fanboy was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. All our theories well, today were based off of source so material. Instead of, <laughs> instead of going off, instead of asking all these other directors that they say they're Star Wars fans, but they're not Star well, Wars fans, if they would have just came to four nerds like us and just said, <laughs> Dude, "That's yeah. a good question too, yeah. Joey," because I, I, I don't know. I mean, I. I'd rather have somebody like Tony Gilroy, Gareth Edwards, as Gareth Edwards is like a, a, he's a Star Wars fan. Tony Gilroy is a cinematographer. He's a he's a visionary, but yeah. he understood the assignment. He understood about how to connect things and in the Star Wars world and make it. So I don't know if there's validation or merit to like put a Star Wars fan in charge or a good story writer in charge. You know what I mean? Like I don't trust. 90% of the fans out there that do fan films, I, I don't trust uh, them to, like, you know, to put them in charge of like going forward because we cringe. There's stuff that I come up with that everybody, you know, you guys cringe at. It's like, oh God. And yeah. I'm like, that was great. That would be epic. And you Gavin, know, you wouldn't so. believe the crap that I got today when I said mine was going to be a nine part epic. And they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. That's going to rewrite there everything. Go. Yeah. Well, nice. I was going to go for like four hours on like part seven. <laughs> So you, you were smart. You put it like all the way back, and I did because I was like, if we're about an hour. I'm like, yeah, Scott, we'll come to it later. It we'll do it. Then. <laughs> it all so as as far as what Kathleen Kennedy did, okay, so she she said, yeah, we don't have any source materials, so, so we're just going to throw out everything, right? I think the throwing out everything that came before in Legends was a smart idea. Because there was a lot of baggage in those books that you you can't pop into uh, the main characters. Okay, if you're going to commit to the main characters, you can't pop into their lives 30 years later after, you know, some of them have had children, lost children, had wives, lost wives, been married, been divorced. Chewie right. got a planet dropped on him. You know, you, right. you can't. You can't move forward with all of that shit, right? Bogging you down and have yeah. a and have a yeah. fluid story. No. You but you can do what they're doing now and take some of those aspects of those stories and reintroduce them into the continuity mm. leading up to what we did get. Uh, is what what we got. None of us liked it overall. I mean, it was it was pretty what we're to look getting at. Now is like exactly what you're saying. They are taking sources. Boom. And there are doing things that are like, wow, that's cool. Like, like, you know, they're, they're, they, they had mentioned they want to go back to Old Republic. They mentioned a Darth Revan Star Destroyer as canon like that. So like Revan is canon in the sense that he exists, but we don't know how he exists. You know, yeah. so they're doing it now. And that's like it's like the about face. You know what I mean? Um, the worst thing they did, and we've, we've said this a million times, you know, the worst thing they did is put episode seven, eight and nine as the the flagships of star wars and call it 789 if they did this sequel storyline as a disney plus show first maybe that would have been um a little bit more calmly but they was like no you put it in line meaning when i have my posters on my wall i have to put these here and it's like <laughs> oh my god where mm. 
maybe they could have set that kind of story way in the future or something off and then got us a true seven, eight, nine, even if we wanted it. I mean, like to me, Return of the Jedi ended perfect. It was fine. It was like, you know, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, but, but we do have uh Thrawn back, you know, we've got and, and Thrawn back beautifully too. And we yeah. still have potential of air, the empire, you know, the Thrawn trilogy to come and the happenings and this 30 year gap. And we still got a lot of potential. Um, so there's no giving up on our side. It's just a little bit of like, yeah. There's a little regret, I think, but there's no giving up. Trilogy in between, it'll be like 6.5. That's right. It'll be this mini, (laughs) it'll be this mini epic adventure. Yeah, that supersedes the sequels (laughs) in every way. Yeah, Yeah, I can totally see that happening, though. I can totally see that happening. Uh, Shows like Mandalorian or or just newer shows just making the sequels better. And if you just say, going for, yeah. Yeah, and mm. if you just say like I always tell something like, like look, you can you can still have your legends, you can still have your uh you know six movies. You could just say everything that Disney took over, it's legends, it's it's this expanded universe in this way, and it's exactly what the expanded universe did um a lot a lot of times. You know, we got like these different eras, and yes, some of them reference each other, but some of them did ignore other characters, you know, like like they just went off their own little things. So if they just look at it like um this is an EU, another version of it, and, and you could still have your Dawn of the Jet or the uh, New Jedi Order books. You have your things, you know, Dark Empire. You got your you Thrawn noticed, trilogy. You notice none of us went to the future. Yeah. No, we didn't. No, because <laughs> All I just went to the past. We yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So, but <laughs> but this was fun, guys. This was a lot of fun. Again, this is something that we would talk about if we got together. You know uh and uh and did anyway would be like theory crafting on future content past co- what what we can see you know it's so fun to do um so and we I'm have gavin to-, to thank for it and we do have you gavin know? to thank you uh <laughs> if you gavin join the shadow council you can put your ideas out there and maybe join us to discuss your idea I think yeah. we should work on some sort of discord uh chat room where everybody can chat whenever and just get the ideas brewing um yeah going that'd be kind of fun to kind of like jump in and yeah and i want to hear like, all the fun honorable mentions you know of all the slightly want like i want to do a, in honor of uh what is it life day the b arthur backstory like her young right. day, like a, a richard Linklater, <laughs> just b arthur working at the cantina you know like, that's you know, funny. Don't really have to flush it out too much but uh, yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> just have fun with it right yeah. just have fun. <laughs> kevin smith had a great jar jar one ages ago didn't he like where he he did he said he wanted to direct the jar jar our backstory yes and he's just like i can't remember what the details were but i remember being like that's genius i would totally see that <laughs> oh my god right. uh we love Lisa wasn't even supposed to be here today yeah <laughs> <laughs> hanging out. all right well let's get out of here guys uh gavin thank you very much for hopping on with us man it won't be the so last time yeah you. so um we'll, we'll we'll definitely see you in chat and uh um Thank you guys. Thank you everybody in the pit for just just sticking with us and uh going on uh happy life day. You know, this uh <laughs> life day's on on Friday, so make sure that uh I don't even know what you do on life day. Eat. Uh say can say hi. I I, I do know that Joey's time. Joey's got a big blue ball. Oh yeah, I <laughs> that's got his, some that's his life doll. His <laughs> life yeah. His yeah. life day orb. Because I had it on all Christmas. That's like, right. From, like all December, that thing was on. <laughs> Put on your VR 
headset and just yeah see yeah. some some cool disco <laughs> that's what we need to do we need to research like like copy life day well what do we do what do you actually what do we do do we watch the holiday <laughs> edition or do we, <laughs> <laughs> what, was Chewy, what was chewy son's name in there it was stinky lumpy or lumpy, lumpy. lumpy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. He needs a backstory. He needs a uh, he needs a backstory. <laughs> oh my god! I, so, so maybe Mooch, I'll break Mooch, Yeah, you you had mentioned earlier before we had started uh, that Disney. This is where Disneyland is is kind of dropping essential. The ball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Essential it's, and drop the ball. Yeah. For for a couple of weeks, they should have like a life day procession that goes from one end of Galaxy's Edge over to the Falcon Whoa. and follow Chewie in his in his red robe, you know, and yeah. all the characters just follow along behind him. Yeah, heroes make it an event, of them you know, like day, you know, yeah, like like I was telling Scott, it's like, you know what, no, what do we do? Like, there's no, Man, there's nice. no uh, <laughs> real celebration for this. This is, a, this is a Star Wars holiday. We sh we May Fourth, we made it our own. That's for fans by fans. Like like Life Day should be a thing, and it should kickstart in Disneyland. Like that whole week should yeah. have something that integrates the whole immersion. You know, really? um, I think that would you know if they if they embraced it and not be scared of everything that of their own shadow. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> it's like just embrace it, guys. Come on. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, ha so happy life week, everybody. We won't be here next week as it is Thanksgiving here in the States. So we are taking um, the next week off. But of course, we'll be back. And um, by the end of the year, Scott, what do we have going on by the end of this year? So for the end of the year, what we're planning on, instead of doing a subject, a, a shadow council subject for everybody to vote on, what we want to do is we want to invite all of our shadow council members to us uh, to a special New Year's party. So what we're going to do is we're going to have an online New Year's party as the first episode of the new year in 2024. We're all going to ring in the new year together. All you need is what Gavin's got right there. You need a microphone. You need a camera. You need a good internet connection. You can hang out with us. We're just going to talk about, I don't know what the hell Joey's doing right now. But will <laughs> <laughs> be drinking. Uh, oh, drinking. Okay, there we go. Trivia. Yeah, so we're going to do trivia. We're going to tell Star Wars stories. Maybe get everybody's Star Wars origin story, you know, just out there. Join us. You're a member of the Shadow Council. You are welcome to join us at any any dollar level. The $2 to the $10 level, you're all welcome. So, and we're doing go. this on January 3rd. That's the that I believe Wednesday, so. yeah, the first January Wednesday 3rd. of the year. So, um but yeah. yeah, so we'll be back um not next week but the following week, you know, with uh whatever else the, wherever the Star Wars talk leads us to, we'll be back and discuss it. Uh maybe some news will drop since all the writer all the strikes are over, maybe some announcements um uh, before the end of the year, but uh definitely uh get your trivia uh minds on cuz I, I want to do trivia before the end of the year and stuff like that. So, um, I promise always... not to write all the trivia questions because everybody gets mad at me. <laughs> wow, my trivia is too tough. It's th yeah, the the twelfth Ewok one was very very difficult, but appreciate hey. it because make it too easy. Come on, but yeah. uh, again, everybody, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, uh, like, subscribe, tell a friend if you haven't. So uh, make sure that you are on our YouTube every single day as uh, one minute toy reviews are on there at Scott's Dross. Plus, we always will sprinkle in other aspects of, of the Starlight Digest as a community, a Star Wars community. So we are working on other one-minute reviews um, that are not necessarily toys. 
So that's all coming. So again, just just get connected, stay connected. Uh, join the Patreon or Shadow Council. Check us out. Go. There's a big blurb down there. You can check it out and read for yourself what it all entails, what it all involves. Um, thank you again, Gavin Connor. I know that uh, you have your all holy hour cure pod thing. Uh, cure <laughs> thing. Pod thing. Cure is a, a band, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess it's a band that you guys yeah, kind of like yeah, listen yeah. to. I know hey. Scott mentions it every. You know, my wife says your little podcast. It's like it's a regular sized podcast. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I didn't mean the podcast. I meant like the cure. You the know cure, what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like band, you know? <laughs> wow. Nah, yes, uh, yes, they they are a thing. And uh, go ahead and plug it. What are you oh, on? Are uh, you, just yeah. everywhere. If uh, if you're into the cure, uh, go ahead and and type it in the Holy Hour Podcast, the L Cure Podcast, and uh, awesome. you know anything cure related. But you know, I know they're not for everyone. But it's like it's you as an Antonio, yeah, popular in, in yeah. Germany. Yeah, they're, they're huge in Belgium. Huge in Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> they sell out shows here. Believe it or not, every time, it's all the time, they're huge. Actually, well, Scott really goes to every to one of them. Like, <laughs> no, Gavin goes to every one of them. He that, nah, that how many no cure shows did you see this year? I did six, but that was the first time I've done a mega stretch, wow. or not even mega by most people's standards. But uh, yeah, I know, yeah, it was a good run. But uh, yeah, awesome. usually I was just the when they come to town kind of guy growing up. But now I'm like, I gotta make it count. That's right. That's, that's awesome. Well, I love it. No, go soon. Cool. Me or the cure? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always have like gatekeeping discussions on music over here, especially in our know. chat and stuff. Yeah, no one, it's no true. one agrees with anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it all makes it fun. Um, so sorry about the disparaging cure comments, but no uh, yeah, I'm sure it's fun. Uh, <laughs> okay. Jesus, Christ. good time. I want to get. I wanted to do a cure hate episode sometime. So maybe you're my dude. We need to get let's you go. No, I don't. I, it's funny though. Like I don't hate them, and I do know a lot more than I should know. But uh, so, okay. yeah. I'm like he'll those come, undercover cure fan. Like I'll listen okay, to you know yeah, what I mean. So he'll, he'll um, come over, we'll be playing Uno or something and they'll come on and he's like I'm a self-hating Uno, cure fan. Yeah, like, 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 okay. This is guilty pleasure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's just okay, put it this way. I don't turn yeah, them off when they come on the radio like I do like okay. country, you know, other song, hey, other other band. Watch your country mouth. music. Yeah. Yeah. Watch your mouth. All all country mu- music watch needs to mouth. die burn in hell and die of gonorrhea. Okay, guys. Um anyway, so, <laughs> that was my over the line crossing of this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all this hot takes at the end, right? At the end. Just <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're leaving it live this time. So there you go. Awesome. You thought wrong, mister. <laughs> <laughs> all wow. right guys well everybody uh, uh we'll take it easy we'll see you in a week or two yep about yeah two weeks we'll see you in two, two weeks. weeks from today yeah with that scott keep it nerdy everybody oh you didn't did you want me to do the whole thing? Because I can. I mean, <laughs> there's thing? Tashi Station Emporium. Ah, just you know, don't, they know where to get them. Nobody cares. You know, cares follow us on Instagram. I did all that. Sort of. Thanks Bye. for having me on, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, Keep it nerdy, buddy. It, it crashes at <laughs> the end. Don't worry about it.